When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Here's another fallout and problem from COVID. Disposable face masks and other PPEs are piling up. Environmentalists are sounding the alarm. And FIVOX is monitoring for volcanoes for abnormal activity. Mula po sa Quezon City, ako si Robby Alampay, Puma Podcast. Ako si Inday Espina Varona. It's October 2. Ito ang Teka Teka, balita para sa mga huli sa balita. Teka Teka. Before we proceed, if you're listening to Teka Teka, then chances are you already also know about Puma Podcast. But please be aware that we have also now put Teka Teka on its own channel wherever you podcast. So if you want to binge just the news, please do follow Teka Teka. But continue to follow Puma Podcast because as you know, marami tayong ginagawa na iba pang mga proyekto. Rob, thinking ko, not a lot of people are aware ng impact ng COVID health crisis sa ating environment. Dati kasi, hospitals lang ang nagproproduce at nagtatapon ng tinatawag nating infectious waste. Ano ito? Face masks, BPEs, gloves. Pero ngayon, it's down to the household level. E 110 million ang population natin. Kahit 30% lang ang gumagamit daily ng face mask, nakugabundok ng basura ito. And hindi ito yung simpleng plastic, Inday. This is infectious waste. And when this is not properly disposed of, it could create a lot of harm. Nina Toralba has been following this story. She joins us today. Hi, Robbie. Hi, Inday. As the number of COVID-19 cases in the country rises, so does the amount of healthcare waste that we generate. The Environment Department says umabot na sa 19,000 metric tons of infectious waste ang na-generate ng healthcare facilities. Mula April hanggang July pa lang ito. If you want a better idea of how much that weighs, keep in mind na yung magaan na sedan car nasa 1 metric ton or less lang. We talked to Paeng Lopez, a campaigner for Environment Group Healthcare Without Harm. Pinaliwanag niya ang pagdami ng PPE na tinatapon bilang infectious waste. So yung PPEs, kasama sila sa infectious waste because of a WHO guideline na na-release nitong pandemic, uh, lahat ng PPEs na ginagamit sa pagtugon ng mga hospital doon sa COVID-19 are to be considered infectious. So kahit na ambulance driver ka lang if you for example, use PPEs during that time, already considered na yun as infectious. Or, kahit na if you are an orderly, picking up the waste from the different areas of the hospital no, that are treating COVID patients, already the PPEs that you are using, kahit wala kang direct contact with the patients, are already considered infectious waste. So, sa ngayon... At dahil napakadaling mahawaan ng COVID... Kahit anong basura na may direct or indirect contact sa isang COVID patient 
ay nagiging infectious waste din. The effects of increasing waste, lalo na ng mga infectious waste, can be felt in different ways. Dumadagdag ito sa plastic pollution, which has been a global concern bago pa man ang pandemic. Ang waste pickers at waste collectors ay maaaring makakuha ng COVID-19 mula sa mga infectious waste na hindi na-disinfect o tinapo ng maayos. Disease may spread further into the environment, maski sa marine life, and therefore, our seafood. And so, the DENR and environment groups are encouraging the public na gumamit na lang ng reusable PPEs. Isang example ng best practices ay ang ginagawa nila sa Iloilo. Here is Sister Arcelita Sarnilio of St. Paul's Hospital. She spoke at a webinar hosted by Healthcare Without Harm on September 30. We are observing the proper process of decontamination. And so far, through the past months that we have been using it, we never encountered any transmission among our staff. The first thing that we thought to just to protect ourselves was the use of plastic uh, raincoats. And then there were, we bought some uh, disposable PPEs, but we thought of something that can be more um, sustainable. And we thought of this silver taffeta cloth for sustainability and economy. Also, at the very start, we had cloth masks in sewn and we distributed them to our staff, three pieces each. We insert the surgical mask just to filter. And so we asked them to change the surgical mask weekly, but they can wash the reusable mask every day. More than 2,000 kilos kada buwan ang nabawas sa infectious waste ng St. Paul's Hospital when they switched to reusable PPEs. At nakatipid din sila. This October, uumpisahan ng Healthcare Without Harm ang pagbibilang ng dami ng waste na napoproduce because of this pandemic. The waste audit that we're conducting with VOH-controlled hospitals aims to understand how COVID-19 affected the way hospitals or healthcare facilities are producing waste right now and how much of those are PPEs. We will just be zero in areas that massively produce PPEs and plastic waste. So ito yung emergency room, ICU, medical ward, and then yung cafeteria. We want to understand if the policies that participating hospitals have are enough for them to be able to manage properly their waste. And on the other hand, uh, also bring it up to the Department of Health if it's possible to come up with a national policy then on how hospitals should manage their waste, especially in times. Hospitals have a manual for properly disposing of infectious waste. But for the general public, the DENR reminds people to cut disposable masks to discourage reuse. Ilagay sa hiwalay na bag mula sa ibang uri ng basura at lagyan ang bag ng label na hazardous healthcare waste or infectious waste. Maraming salamat ni Naturalba. Now, let's talk about those volcanoes that were mentioned during budget hearings. Ito yung Taal, Mayon, Bulusan, Kanlaon. Minomonitor raw ito ng FIVOX para sa abnormal activity. Pero what does abnormal activity mean? Should we be worried? Kasi sumabog ang taal, January. Christine Chung spoke with geologist C.P. David. Hi Robbie, hi Inday. Last Tuesday, FIVOX said it was monitoring four volcanoes for abnormal activity. Nagmamaga daw kasi ang taal, mayon, bulusan at kanlaon. And so we asked geology and environmental science professor C.P. David what these reports mean. 
these abnormal activities are all related to or possibly related to molten materials underneath the volcano that is rising up. Not all the time, but in most cases, and if you have a suite of these different abnormal conditions or activities, it uh, usually signifies that there's molten material or magma that is rising up underneath. More than 200 volcanoes are scattered all over the Philippines. 22 of these are classified as active volcanoes. Kabilang dito yung apat na volcanoes na may monitor ng FIVOLCS. And so we asked Prof. David if these volcanoes are somehow connected because all four of them started showing abnormal activity at the same time. And this is just months after Taal erupted. We can very well have 22 volcanoes acting up at the same time. As to the relationship between these volcanoes, it's very hard to say that they are related. Number one, in terms of geography, it will only be Bulusan and Mayon who are proximate to each other. The two others are pretty far from each other. And so geographically, it's very difficult to connect their activities to each other. Nevertheless, there have been studies in uh, other countries wherein a volcanic eruption in one volcano may trigger activities in other volcanoes around it. Uh, so we should not be very fast in dismissing their connection, but at least at the surface analysis, they shouldn't be connected with each other. While the abnormal activity is almost entirely a normal occurrence in active volcanoes, it's good to know what signs preceding eruption to look out for. Number one is bulging of the flanks of the volcano. Two, certain gases are emitted by the volcanoes such as sulfur dioxide. Three, there is an increase in temperature of surrounding water surrounding the volcano. Four, low-level earthquakes around the volcano since that's when molten material starts to rise up. Back in January, nag-erupt ang Taal Volcano and its activity escalated very quickly. How likely is it to erupt again? Here's what we can say so far. In fact, if uh, we go back to the eruption of Taal in January of this year, it, it actually preceded a time wherein there was not much activity in Taal. Now, the, the warning signals came very, very late, and then all of a sudden, it erupted. It can escalate very quickly, or it can even fizzle out now in the end. In other words, alert level 1, it's pretty common, at least for volcanologists, to see a volcano, an active volcano, going up to alert level 1. Now, when it goes up to 2 and 3 and 4 just prior to an eruption, then that's something significant already. So I, I don't know if I should say to not worry at this point in time, but we're still at the very start of any activity that we usually find in an active volcano. Predicting volcanic eruptions is much like predicting earthquakes. Usually, the warning signs happen very gradually, leading up to an actual eruption. What's a cause for real concern is if the volcano has actually erupted in recent times, which is true in the case of Taal Volcano. Maraming salamat, Christine Chong. 
Teka, teka. Now let's talk about tourism. Bukas na ang Boracay to local tourists. As of October 1, there are now visitors to the tourist destination enjoying genuine white sand. The keyword being genuine. Exciting ayan, Rob. But folks, don't just drop everything and high off to Boracay. Meron pa rin kasi mga proseso na kailangan daanan bago tayo pumunta doon. Siyempre, we're looking out for the residents who actually live there. Reports say they have zero cases. And that's great news. And we want to keep it that way. Mm, only tourists from areas under GCQ or MGCQ are allowed to travel to Boracay. They will be asked to fill out a health card and to get themselves tested for COVID first before they can travel. Baguio has also opened its doors. Pero pili pa rin lang ang makakapunta doon. For one thing, they're rejecting travelers from Metro Manila. And besides, not all tourist destinations are open for visitors. Ang bukas lang ay Burnham Park, a section of Botanical Garden, Ripe Park, Minesview Park, and the Ben Cab Museum. So, ang tanong siguro, sino ang makakapunta ng Baguio? We released a new podcast this week. I'm excited for this one because Puma Podcast and Inquirer Podcast have collaborated on this one for many months. Super Evil launches today. First episode talks about Mayor Sanchez of Calawan, Laguna. Yan talaga ang true crime story. Oh my God, I follow that closely right from the tragic breaking news hanggang sa conviction and even what's happened since then. Here's an excerpt from the first episode. Napaka-confident ni Mayor Sanchez. Sinurender niya yung shirt. Sabi niya, wala akong kasalanan dyan. Ha? Actually, tumutulong ako sa investigasyon. Mabawa ako sa sarili investigasyon. Isang araw, naglalakad ko kami. Nag-turnover ng shirt. Yung shorts niya. Yan. Binigay ko. May concern citizen. Bawa. <laughs> Follow Super Evil on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, or wherever you listen. Inquirer Super Evil Podcast is powered by Puma Podcast. And before we end, Inday, I don't know if you know this, October 2 marks the country's 200th day under lockdown. Sipin mo yun. You mean 200 days and counting. Almost seven months. I don't know how to feel about this. Kasi on the one hand, this lockdown did frontliners. And of course, Most of us, you know, from getting infected by COVID. But on the other hand, despite these restrictions, today news came out that the Philippines ranks 20th in John Hopkins' list of the countries with the most number of COVID cases. To mark this 200th day, let's listen back to the voices we've heard during the first few months of this lockdown. As you know, Puma Podcast started a series called COVID Diaries way back in March. We started documenting stories of doctors, volunteers, OFWs, and people who sadly lost their loved ones to this disease. Hello everyone. Uh, I am a resident doctor in a government hospital and You know, this is really a hard time for all of us. Unang araw ng lockdown, nakalusot ako sa lahat ng checkpoints. Habang ang mga nasa iilan na lang na public transportation noong time na yun na umaandar at mga tao na nagtatrabaho na nakamotor, mga isandaan silang nakastock. Sinabihan kami na, oy, uwi na kayo. Parang ko, ha? Positive kami, pauwi po kami. Parang, 
We're dying! Inuna i-broadcast sa sambayanan kung positive or negative rather than sa hospital, sa doctors, or sa pamilya. Overwhelming po talaga na pasasalamat po nila sa mga health practitioners. I'm still hopeful for the world in general, seeing all these people um, going out of their way to help one another. And I think that is very telling of the fundamentals of our humanity. Follow our page, Teka Teka, for more news stories. And follow Puma Podcast for more updates on our other podcasts. Muli, ako po si Robbie Alampay. At ako si Inday Espina Varona. Teka Teka, like Puma Podcast is available on Spotify, Anchor, Stitcher, Apple Podcast, Google Podcast, or kung saan man kayo Puma Podcast. This episode was produced by our executive producer, Kat Ventura. It was edited by Mark Casillian. With reports from Nina Toralba and Christine Chung, maraming salamat po. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.